Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. I think I'm back. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I have no idea what happened, but Facebook kicked me out. So welcome back. Please join me. I'm so sorry about that. I have no idea what happened. I'm going to keep all my books right away from my laptop. It may be that I just touched something and it just went bonkers. Okay, let's stop before before it does something weird again. So welcome to everybody and thank you for rejoining me. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God he brought me back. I didn't panic. Well, I did a bit, I have to admit. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek. Oh, there was somebody at my door now. Exciting times, everybody. Hi there. Um, would you doing some work next door? Are you all right? We're obviously just on your driveway. You're fine. I'm doing a live broadcast, so oh, I've right. got to leave you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Bye. <laughs> Gosh, this is such an exciting morning. Uh, next door neighbours are having some work done, so <laughs> praise the Lord for that. Okay. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Praise God. Wow. Let's praise God that we're back. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ have mercy. Quite a bit of static. Sorry about that, Stuart. They're going to be doing work next door on something. And I've got the window open, so if it's a little bit noisy, my apologies. Good morning, Dawn. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Amen. What's wonderful words there to inspire us this morning already, even before we start to read the Bible reading. And um, let's have a look at what those are right now. So our first reading is from Psalm 55 and it's verse 22. And it is the most wonderful verse to start our day. Hi again, Jenny. Isn't, aren't there so many verses like this in the Bible? Although I have to say I'm reading Ecclesiastes and Jules is probably doing the same in Bible in one year. That is not a bundle of laughs, but it is fascinating, I have to say. So here we go. Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous 
be shaken. Let's just pause and have a think about that for a moment. And think about how we can apply that in our lives right now, today. Cast your cares on the Lord. That's the first thing. So rather than holding them up, holding on to them, cast them onto him because he is there to support us, to save us. He loves us. We're redeemed. He cares. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. So it's not just he might, he could, but he will sustain you. I think that's one to try and commit to memory. I think, I think I've probably got it back there somewhere, but it's just lovely to be reminded of it. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Short and powerful words. Our second reading comes from Isaiah, chapter 62, and it's verses 1 to 5. So it'd be interesting to see what you think um, about these verses. They're very well known. But I've just got a couple of thoughts to share afterwards. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her vindication shines out like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see your vindication and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. You will be a crown of splendour in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. No longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate, but you will be called Hepzibah and your land Beulah. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. As a young woman, as a young man, sorry, marries a young woman, so will your builder marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so will your God rejoice over you. So a beautiful reading from Isaiah, full of different levels of meaning, of meaning rather, with a lot of what Danny describes as drash. I love that. The connections between different um, books in the Bible and particularly between the Old and the New Testament. Those visions of what God will bring about in the Old Testament that we know will happen and we know have happened and will happen in the New Testament. So here's a good start. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And I was thinking about that yesterday as I was walking on the beach, that there are so many people who have not heard the good news about Jesus, certainly in the village where I live, and I'm sure in the places where you live. Let's pray that God draws them to us and that we can not keep silent so we can proclaim the good news about Jesus. So that's one 
thought that this passage brought to mind. The immediate historical truth of this, of course, in the Old Testament times, is God's rebuilding of Jerusalem, of the wonder of the place that he created and the temple that he created for the uh, Ark of the Covenant to rest. So it's all about the vindication and the deliverance of Jerusalem, which is wonderful. No longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate, but you'll be called Hepzibah and your land Beulah. I, uh, fortunately, my Bible tells me what those words mean. Hepzibah means my delight is in her and Beulah means married. So that's rather lovely. And of course, the other meaning for us as believers is that we are part of this amazing church that Jesus is building. Not just a building that is church, but the building that has living stones of which each one of us is one. We are the church. And that I think is something that's so important because it means that whoever you are, wherever you are in the world as a Christian, you're part of this building that God is making, this beautiful building, which is his church for all eternity. And that's why when we meet other Christians, we feel this great sense of um, oneness. We can have our disagreements, but there's that sense of oneness, which is the Holy Spirit witnessing inside us with other Christians, that we are one, we are God's church. And that's why it's so sad when there are disagreements amongst God's people. I'm sure God will resolve them in, in due course, but because we are one church, and if we look to Jesus, then he'll put us right. I think that's, that's another important thing. And of course, the other reference in this passage is to the new Jerusalem, the Jerusalem that comes from above in Revelation, and the new Jerusalem that we studied in deeper when we looked at those last few books of Revelation, which were truly wonderful. So I would um, recommend those to you, and also the fantastic um, Matthew, can't read his name now, Matthew, somebody else. Um, it is, I've got his, uh, yes, Matthew, oh, sorry, Matthew Henry. I've just bought his commentary on the whole Bible from Amazon, and it wasn't expensive, and it's very chunky. But it's a fantastic, he's a fantastic commentator on God's Word, and he lived in the 1600s, and wow. That's amazing to think all those years ago, God was building his church with living Christians, with living stones. They're now with Jesus, but here's a great way we can learn from those Christians of many, many thousands of years ago, or hundreds of years ago even. Right, and our final reading is from Acts chapter 5 and verse 14. And this is about the, as Acts is, the start of the church. And it's another encouraging verse for us to go out there and be a witness in whatever form that takes. 
and I met a really nice couple on the beach yesterday. We were both horrified by a very nasty looking rusty metal pipe about eight feet long that was stretched out along the beach and probably got washed out in the storms and when it dates back to I'm not sure but could easily be between the wars and we just started a conversation and they are a couple who come they've got a, a flat here and they come down once a month for a week and they know the deli which is joined onto my house and they always come and have a coffee and a croissant and they commented on my front garden which Sadiq has made so beautiful um, it's nothing to do with me I'm just a useless gardener but he's done a fantastic job um, so it was lovely we just had a general conversation and I thought well there's a great opportunity just to say hello to people and smile and just have a general chat and God will bring them back if that's what he wants for an opportunity to talk about Jesus and so let's pray for those opportunities and here's the verse before I forget to read it so it's Acts 5 and verse 14 nevertheless more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number and I think the nevertheless refers to the fear that people had of joining these early Christians because of the potential for persecution by the Romans and of course by the Jews as well so it doesn't matter what's going on around us God brings the people and I think that's the key thing about evangelism that it's not down to us there are those who have a gift Billy Graham comes to mind for going and speaking out the word and many hundreds and sometimes thousands of people believe at that time but there's also each person is a unique individual and each one has a special time and a way to come to Jesus and Jesus draws them in and I guess for us as believers our job is just to be there as a witness somebody can come and ask us anytime what we, what we believe why do you think that why do you believe that or we might just bump into people like I bumped into that couple on the beach and it's how you interact with people that is that first step to sharing the gospel God brings them God does the work our job is to pray and to be there as witnesses so coming to our time of prayer I think the first thing that I'd like to pray for is the Alpha course that's happening in September and actually for all Alpha courses that are happening all over the place all over the world because um, we know that they are and and that is wonderful so let's just pray for that please put any other prayer requests that um, you have in the chat Lord Jesus we thank you so much for this opportunity to join together this morning and we know that when two or three are gathered in your name you are there and we thank you you are with each one of us in our homes this morning ministering to us we pray Lord for wisdom and we pray for courage 
and we pray for your time to be able to witness the good news of Jesus to those around us. And we do lift the Alpha course to you that my friend Shirley and I are going to run in September online. Thank you for the interest that we've had already. We pray that you will bring those um, uh, requests for more information to being people who will come and hear the good news and come to know Jesus as Lord and Saviour. And we thank you for all the other Alpha courses that are happening around us and we praise you for bringing many to know you and to know your love, your forgiveness and your discipline in their lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. And Lord, we pray particularly this morning for those terrible fires around the world. And I'd like to think of Turkey, which is Sadiq's home country. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for those fires that are under control in Turkey. And we pray that all will come under control, that you will save the people, that your hand will be lifted, and that you will have mercy and bless people. Lord, many have lost their homes. We pray that the government will have compassion from you to restore to people who've lost things that they need. We pray to you for Greece and we pray Lord Jesus. Here, these are countries where the gospel was first preached. Paul was from Turkey. We know the gospel was, was so fruitful in, in Turkey and in Greece and we pray that you will bring people back into that knowledge of you, that you will restore their fortunes, like the water courses in the Negev, as the song says. We also pray for Afghanistan, Lord, and it's a country that has known war for many years, and all the upheavals, all the hatred. We pray that where there is hatred, you will bring your love, that you will bless the people of Afghanistan, and bring revival there so that many come to know you as Lord and Saviour. And let's pray for those things that are in the chat already. And Jules has asked us to pray for young people who had A-level results yesterday and haven't been able to get a place through clearing and for the GCSE results tomorrow. Lord Jesus, we thank you for all of the hard work that young people have done through lockdown for their exams. We feel for those young people who have not got the results that they were hoping for. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will give them peace in their hearts to know that they can try again and retake and maybe get in to the college and university of their choice, maybe a little bit later, but that they will be able to do so. And we pray for those young people waiting for their GCSE results tomorrow, that you'll be with them and that you'll give them your peace as well. And we pray with Kate for the right nursing home for her dear dad, that it'll be found 
and it's sorted out by the team at Southampton General Hospital. Lord Jesus, you know Kate's dad. You know his suffering and you know his needs. Lord Jesus, please find the right place for him to be, where he can feel at peace, where he'll receive beautiful care and the treatment that will help him. We thank you, Jesus, that you'll be with him, holding him in your arms, and we cast our care on you this morning, because we know that you will never let us down. And we praise you for blessing Kate and her mum as well. Give them courage and strength and just that ability to trust you because we cannot do that. We can't do anything without your power now. And we pray that you will enable Kate and her mum and the rest of her family just to trust, to believe and to enter into your rest, Lord Jesus. Not to pick up the burden again, but to lay the cares and the burdens on you. We thank you, Jesus, for doing this, for your name's sake and your glory. We also pray for Wendy's brother, Alan, and we pray for Jenny and her family as well. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for these uh, friends of St. Tom's, <coughs> these faithful people who need your help and we thank you for being close to them and blessing them today we pray for Noah and we thank you so much for the healing that you've brought about in his little body what a terrible time that little body has had but the miracle of your grace is the body is so resilient and we praise you for the prayers of your faithful people who have lifted Noah to you continually. Just like the woman who came to the righteous judge and didn't leave him alone until he'd answered her request for justice. <coughs> we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we come to you constantly with our prayers. And we know that you hear us. And we know that Jesus is also praying. For these situations so we thank you for complete healing for Noah. We thank you for Bob Carkeet and for the abeyance in his eye condition and we thank you for blessing him and healing him in Jesus name. And we also pray for Julia, Jewel, Ju uh, Julia Jules Smith and her mum and dad and we just praise you for them. We lift them to you and pray you'll be with them, blessing them, holding them in your arms and just lifting that burden of anxiety and enabling them to cast it upon you. And Lord, we pray for Pauline who's got her knee operation on Thursday. Lord Jesus, we just praise and glorify your name for the wonders of modern medicine. Um, we just praise you that you have given surgeons the ability to do amazing things. And we lift Pauline to you as she goes into hospital. And we thank you for being with her, for holding her hand because it's always anxious and, uh, and worrying. 
and the body reacts even if we are at peace sometimes the body reacts because of those deep set anxieties about things like surgery lord bring peace to her body her mind and her spirit and bring healing complete healing to her knee help her through the time after the operation in the recovery period in the physio and we praise and bless and glorify your name that you are there with us and helping each one of us through difficult times and thank you for blessing Pauline through this difficult time and Lord Jesus yesterday we were talking in morning prayer a lot about sleep and Lord Jesus you know that in this world that we live in where there are so many difficulties it's such a, a, a fast-paced environment that we're in right now and social media doesn't help us we love it in many ways but it doesn't always help us to be free from anxiety and we pray Lord Jesus that you will keep that promise to give your beloved sleep and we thank you for each person in morning prayer and in Mr. Tom's family who is finding sleep so difficult and we pray that by the outpouring of your Holy Spirit you'll enable each person to have that sleep that we would like them to have. We pray Lord that as we go to bed and lay our head on the pillow and read something that will put our minds at rest. I have my C.H. Spurgeon morning and evening readings. Thank you, Lord, that each person has their own particular way of gaining comfort as they go into that sleep situation. Pray, Lord Jesus, that you will restore sleep to the many that are finding sleep so difficult at the moment. And I just want to share that lovely prayer, that lovely Anglican prayer from the prayer book. Um, my husband always used to say it with our children and my children now say it with their children. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And there's another beautiful one as well, which just to remind you of, it's there in the prayer book. O oh God, for as much as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may all things direct and rule our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. And just to look to see if there's any other, I can't see any other prayer requests. So let's close our time of prayer with the Lord's Prayer, which is another wonderful prayer that Jesus gave us. And that was, we were reading in um, Pete Gregg's book, in our book and cake, um, the, his exposition of the Lord's Prayer, which is really wonderful. I do recommend it to you, How to Pray by Pete Gregg. Really good holiday reading. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And I've just remembered something else that's happening this week, which is my friend Shirley and I are um, leading the Bible course with our two Alpha people from last time. And that's happening on Thursday. Lord Jesus, we just lift Jenny and Christina to you as they do the Bible course on Thursday. We pray that you will bless them, that you'll open their eyes to your word and help them to understand by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. So here's the canticle, the wonderful canticle. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And the blessing. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining me this morning, and I'm sorry about our little technical hitch. I think I touched something on my computer, and that's what did it. Um, but thank you, and I will see you again next time. Tomorrow it's uh, Judy, so that would be lovely to see Judy. And Friday it's Danny, and of course Saturday it's Bruce, and then it's back to um, Sunday worship. So looking forward to all of that, and do join us again for morning prayer, 9.15 each morning except Sunday. And God bless everybody, and have a really wonderful day. And take the verse of that song with you into the day. God bless. Bye.